right. Perfect. All right. Three, two. Thank you, Kelly. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another exciting, action-packed, fun-filled episode of Midlife Hockey Crisis, the Beer League Podcast. My name is TJ Hollingsworth, joined as almost always by my co-host, the dangler, dangling Dave Dickerson. What's up, my friend? Hi, man. How are you? Good to see you. Finally. Right back at you. We can see each other. <laughs> we can. Sitting out there in the podcast world, we, uh, we're trying some new technology tonight. We are uh, recording this on Zoom and uh, going to take the audio portion. That will become the podcast. So we actually, Dave and I can see each other. First time we recorded where we had a visual uh, on each other probably in two months, I'll bet. It's been a while. Bit, uh, just be between, the, uh, between the pandemic, lockdown, yeah. and, and, uh, and your busy schedule. It's a hard time getting you and I together in the same room. So we're going to try some new technology. If it was good enough for Howard Stern, I think we can probably wing it. The NHL's and, uh, doing it, week, so we can do it. Yeah, we can do this. Now, here's what's cool. This also uh, opens up some other opportunities because we can have not only one, but we can have two guests on the show, which we do right now. Joining us via the interweb machine is our good friends Bob Miller and Randy Grab. Bob, how are you doing, bud? Fantastic, TJ. Randy, first time on. Welcome to the show, my oh, friend. Outstanding. Awesome. Well, let's get things going first. First off, uh, what is everybody using for the internal cleanse? I'm, I'm going with the standby Bud Light. Bob, you had a very dark-looking beer. I've got dragon's milk. So, Not even really sure. what is this like a Game of Thrones thing? or I'm, I'm a, I, don't, I probably don't want to know. You don't want to know. Randy, what do you got, bud? A wine cooler. Wine cooler, right? <laughs> All right, that concludes the show uh, for Randy's portion. <laughs> you know what? I would have brought beer if I knew beer was a requirement on this show here. It is a beer uh, league, after all. It, it is a beer I got league. you one, man. Yeah. I, I got you one. There you go. Cool. I got this Metallica. Have beer. one for both of you. Look at this Metallica. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what it is. What is it? Enter the Sandman. Enter Night. Oh, enter Night. It says Pilsner, but it's like, an IP, it's like a light IPA. And then I got, my own, really funny, cool. I got my own standby. I, I saw Metallica's <laughs> first North American tour with uh, the whole band still together. Right. They killed Ozzy. Wow. What, killed when, Ozzy. 86. 86. Because yeah. I, saw, yeah. I saw them. They were the opener at the Monsters of Rock in 1987. And I remember that. It was uh, Metallica, Kingdom Come, Dokken, <laughs> Scorpions, and Van Halen. Yes. Oh, it was oh, great. Wow. That's the night I met my wife. That's how I remember that. July 6th. 1987, in the 1988, rather. In the night you conceived your first child. Absolute. Well, no, number three, but well, that's a whole different story. <laughs> well, let's get back on topic here, guys. This is pretty oh, cool. My garage, everybody. Now, my one of the things we're going to try and try to do. Uh oh, that's always a, a bonus. We're going to we're going to try not to step all over each other. So again, forgive us, folks. Uh, you know, we're, we're making do with what's available. Obviously, we'd, this would be great if we're all sitting around the same table, but we're not. So we're just going to hack through this. Here in Central Indiana, we are now starting week number three of no hockey. Uh, we uh, got to play. I got to play. I don't, Randy, I don't think you got to play two Sundays ago. Bob, you played, I'll bet. Oh, yeah. I played. I was on a tear. I, got, I, got a, I had a three goal after – or no, one goal. In a, I was subbing for a team, so I had six goals in two weekends. And of course, I go on a roll, and what happens? All hockey shuts down. So, it is what it is. But uh, I came up with a list of stuff that I thought might be fun to kind of talk about because we do gear this show towards uh, the kind of newer player, maybe somebody that's looking in to get to it. Now, Dave and I are brand new hockey players. Bob, you've been playing for a while. 
Randy has uh, recently rejoined after being a, a, a longtime hockey player years ago, has recently gotten back into the game. So we've got kind of a nice balance of experience here. Let's, uh, let's, let's do this real quick. <coughs> Randy, since you are new, our new guest here, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your hockey background, uh, how long you were out, and then oh, what inspired you to get back in the game? Give us the elevator speech. Well, basically, I started playing when I was like 10 years old down at, down at Perry. And we actually played at Ellenberger quite a bit. That's kind of dating me. Mm-hmm. It's, been, it's been shut down for a very long time. Well, essentially, I started playing in you know, leagues at Perry and Ellenberger. And as I got to be an adult, I started playing all my games at Perry pretty much. And, and I would say I probably paid an equal amount, actually, at the fairgrounds. Um, so most a south side hockey player. But, so this is south uh, side of Indianapolis for those who are listening from no, outside of Indiana. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm in Greenwood on the, on the south suburb of Indianapolis. So let's, let's preface that. But I essentially, uh, getting married, having children, I was playing softball two nights a week and playing hockey two nights a week. I had to, get, I had to give one up. Um, and so I just figured Softball's it was going to be go. hockey, which is – no, softball should have gone. But, 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 <laughs> I thought but you could say the family went. We started that team back in 86. <laughs> yeah, the family went. So, so looking back on it, it was, it was, it was a stupid move. But uh, I quit when I was like 34, and I started playing again just last um, – at the end of 2018, I was talking to a guy at, at a bar, O'Reilly's I go to here in Greenwood. And uh, I said, put some hockey on TV. And he did. Some guy asked me, who's watching hockey over here? A guy named Zach Mullen came over and talked to me. You guys might know Zach a little bit. He plays everywhere. But uh, we got talking. He goes, why'd you quit? And on and on and on. Before I knew that, he gave me Jason McGraw's phone number. And I started playing hockey again. And I'd said I'd be in my first league by the first, uh, the second quarter of 2019. And I was. And so I haven't looked back since. I've been playing consistently. Now, something I always like to ask people that are that are coming back to the game, Randy. Uh, what is just give me your elevator speech answer? Uh, what are some things that changed in the time you're off, and what was the biggest challenge you had as far as getting back to where you felt comfortable on the ice again? It was funny. I thought skating would be the biggest challenge, but in the very beginning, skating felt like I was doing it wrong. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> but I was using thirty-year-old skates, and so I finally went up and bought new skates, had them had them you know, heated and fitted in the oven, and the skating just came back. My skating is getting better every time I play. The one thing that's the hardest, and it's always the hardest thing in, in D-League or even C-League, is stick handling. Stick handling is something if you don't practice it, you'll never get better at it. So I think that's the challenge is good stick handling. Outstanding. And so as far as, as what you've learned here, I mean, are you doing anything right now to kind of keep – it just kind of – I, I always think skating is one of the first things that you kind of you kind of lose your confidence in when we have these big, long breaks. Have you been able to find anything to keep you keep you moving, keep you active in that manner? Well, it's fun, funny about this. We talked about you're doing inline skating now. Mm-hmm. And I bought a pair of inline skates. They should be here tomorrow. Oh, terrific. So I'm going to head over to the uh, basketball court and just let it fly over there. Right on. I can drag my Bob. goal over there too. <laughs> <laughs> So, Bob, let's talk to you here for a minute. But you made the big move up to uh, up to the C three level, which here in Central yeah. Indiana, the uh, society was done playing. They, oh, yeah. they created this league because we had too many guys that were getting too good for D, but they, for one yeah, reason or the other, didn't want to move and didn't play the thirty year olds anymore. Probably is, would be the biggest thing. How's it been? What's C three like? Oh well, I mean, TJ, I think you got to really understand that I'm probably 
between 18 and 24 leagues under the professional level at this point. <laughs> so, you know, it's a big step up for me. And, uh, you know, if I had another hundred years, I think I could really, really move forward. <laughs> but at this point, I think it's, um, it's a little bit more solid for sure. It's fun. It's competitive. Uh, we're having a good time. We've got a pretty good team. So, so what it, just to give people some kind of an idea that the D league here in central Indiana here, both facilities, a host, is meant to be a beginner's league, for a beginner's adult league, or for uh, players who are a little later in life, you know, 40s and 50s that, uh, you know, don't have the, you know, just don't want to play super fast, competitive, you know, B and C league hockey, but still want to get out on the ice to play. It's been a good mix. The C3 was kind of created to, uh, because it's, they essentially have so many players that were coming in that were brand new uh, here in central Indiana that the, the, the gap between, the haves and the have-nots, so to speak, was just getting too great. So they decided to create this league. What have been some differences you've seen? I mean, if you could pick two or three things, Bob, that are really different over, you know, adult beginner league and now the C3, what would you say they were? The C3 league is a lot more competitive, a lot better skating, uh, shooting, stick handling. And I felt like D-level, at uh, especially Carmel, mm -hmm. has become what it was supposed to be. Like, right. hey, we're not having a playoffs. If you're brand new, come in, let's play hockey. It's going to be a one and done. You know, you, you, you play the scrimmage and you move on. You try to get better. If you decide you want to compete, then you move up. But I like that because uh, the Fishers D-League, there's too many guys that are really good that come down and, and dominate that league, Agreed. Uh, which I don't think is fair to the, uh, to the guys who are not there for that. I'm certainly not there for it. I mean, you've seen me play TJ. I'm not dominating the league. I'm out there playing. I'm out there playing <laughs> hockey and hopefully make some good passes, you know. But not trying to take things over and probably not capable of taking things over, uh, for sure. So, you know, that's that's an interesting aspect of adult hockey is is people playing down below their level and kind of messing it up for the guys who, are, you know, are a couple years in, you know. Right. No, I, I, I there's. I'm, I'm sure that's nothing that's unique to Central Indiana. I know, uh, Dave. You and I have spoken about this on several occasions. <laughs> Uh, you had originally were going to play C3 this year, but due to school and work and some stuff, you decided to take a session off, and then Mother Nature decided we were all going to take a session off. No, no, that, I actually, that's untrue. Uh, I heard that Bob was going to be my captain, um, so I decided to quit <laughs> entirely. <laughs> Just hanging up and pulling some strings and made right. a call to China. and made. I was like, no, nah, I'm done. Can you eat some bats? But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, crap happens. Yeah, school and life, and then this bullshit gets in the way. Dave, you're in a weird spot in hockey because uh, you don't really fit in with the D League, but um, you know, in the in the Fishers League, especially, I, I've seen you get frustrated by having B level talent come down and uh, right. walk right by both of us, quite frankly. <laughs> Yeah, uh, over and over <laughs> and over again, you know, multiple um, times. Yeah. So it's weird because you don't really belong in D league. So I mean, no, you belong I, in a higher league than D league, but I appreciate that. Yeah, I think weird. that the problem with and maybe some other guys uh, and gals can attest to this is that our our Fishers League, uh, you know, it, it it's two nights a week, one night a week, whatever. There's really no movement because you'd have to move to a weekend uh, to play. Whereas Carmel, uh, yeah, Carmel. Um, Sorry, I say TJ rolling me on. But Carmel, Carmel you can spread it out. Uh, every, you know, everybody's on different days in different leagues where Fishers were kind of all stuck. Go ahead. 
Well, guys, let's do this. Let's go ahead and start our kind of our little, this is our first panel discussion. I wanted to throw out a couple of topics here that uh, are stuff that would come up for the new player or the newer player, or maybe somebody, Randy, like yourself, that is where you were, you know, 12, 14 months ago, just thinking about getting back into the game. So uh, let's hit this up with this. I get this all the time, guys. And you hear the chatter on the bench during the game, and it's all about helmets. Which helmet do you wear? Now, it's interesting. Uh, you folks listening at home can't see us, but sitting right behind Dave, I'm looking at one of his helmets uh, that's got a plastic shield on the front of it. I think, is that your full plastic, or is that just the top, Dave? It's that a half. One. Half. So I've got the cage. I've okay, got perfect. the shield. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I like it. I like the protection in so the just, field of view. Let's just go ahead and go around the room, and I'm going to start. We'll start with our, 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 our new guest. We're going to start helmets, birdcage, shield, half shield, fishbowl. Which one do you wear and why? Let's start with you, Randy. What do you wear? Well, it's kind of funny. I used to wear a half shield playing all through. Now, I had to wear a cage playing youth hockey, but I wore a shield, half shield, all the way through till I quit at 34. When I came back, I went with the full birdcage shield. And then I started using this little guy right here, mm -hmm. the fishbowl. Right. Great vision, extremely warm. It's, uh, it really makes it difficult because it holds all the heat right in your face. So it's quite uncomfortable. So I went back to the, um, you know, the birdcage, the, the full cage. So, you're, so you are kind of going at it backwards. Most people go from the birdcage. That's what I did. I went to what you just held up and, and absolutely love it. Uh, but you went back to the birdcage. Bob, what are you wearing? I like the cage. Any uh, particular so reason? Sometimes you need to play like you belong behind bars, you know? <laughs> you got to have that mentality, right? That's I like the NFL. That fitting, fitting snug and tight and just looking out of the bars and like, hey, all hell's about to break loose, right? That's what well, you need well, to Well, Dave, tell me, what do you think? I, I started with a birdcage like most people probably do in adult hockey. I mean, I, this, I've been playing barely a year. And I was having – my big problem was I, when we were doing face-offs, even when I, if I wouldn't take – I'm just playing off the, you know, the face-off circle. Looking down, I couldn't see. I could, all I could see were metal bars. I was missing pucks that were bouncing off my skates and everything else. I'm I mean, the same way. You, you, you kind of gone – you kind of do the hybrid birdcage slash fishbowl. Yeah, I couldn't take this. I couldn't take that anymore. I did like the fact that I, I saw the actual – you know, I saw the ice. But something like that, it gives you a better field of view. But it, you are behind a shield, so it looks like you're watching a TV show. But I had to go to that. Just I like the field of view. I don't like anything in my eyes because I, I – same as you. I missed a puck here and there. Um, especially, you know, you're trying to catch that pass. But, yeah, I got I to gotta stick with that, the bird – or the fishbowl. Notice nobody, none, none of our group here wears a half shield, which, uh, which at our level, uh, there, there's a few guys that do it, and it just absolutely blows me away. I cannot imagine. It's not even so much, uh, well, especially when you get down into, you know, you're playing with adult beginners, uh, the flailing. Uh, there's a lot of, lot of guys that we're playing with right now. Uh, a lot of them, it's their first time on the ice, period. When they start to fall, those arms go up with a stick on the other end of it. They go, they go into helicopter mode, baby. Yeah, you get a mouthful of metal for this. <laughs> just like a bash right in your mouth. Yeah. Hard enough, huh? When you see nice, somebody I, I, I got a nice teeth. scar on my left arm from somebody that got loose and their skate went up in the air. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's just. I know you can't see just, it, but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's dangerous, yeah. I mean, you take a puck to the teeth. 
Yeah, yeah you're, you're that. out for a few days. It, it ruins the game when one of your buddies mm-hmm. loses his front teeth. It does. You're looking at him, you're like, oh, my gosh, Sam just had teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but at our level, you know, at our level, if you're wearing a half shield, we always tell the folks to move up. Like, that's just straight up. Move up. But <laughs> Yeah, you, you, I'm of the opinion that if you're a beginning hockey player and you're out there with a, with a half shield, either one, you're very stupid, or two, you're not a beginner. You're a lot better than you say you are, and you have no business playing with us anyway. Either way, it's a bad idea. So I, I, I would go right. on record as saying if you are, uh, uh, again, the, the risk versus reward. You can't see that much better than you can on the fishbowl. And if you're that uptight about what other people are going to say about you, you probably shouldn't be doing things out in public anyway. Thoughts? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bob, what do, you, what do you, I mean, you ever get any grief for having a birdcage being a, being an older player like we are? As old as I am, I don't worry about getting grief from anybody. I think it's funny. Um, I, I started playing when I was uh, 18, and I just played some stick and pucks and just messed around. I played in one league in college, um, and I didn't wear any facial protection, and I had, um, had stitches in both my eyes. Oh, and geez. I realized I'm like – it's probably not the best idea. And then, like I said, I've, I've seen people lose their teeth and you realize that they're in for a long haul uh, with getting their teeth replaced. And I'm just, I got to stay married. My <laughs> wife would kill me. I wouldn't be yes, afraid. Say hockey oh, I'm not scared of the game. I'm scared of her. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's move on here. Let's talk a little bit about skates. And this is something that we could ask 25 people, and I guarantee you we would get 25 different answers, but we got four guys here, uh, and I want to hear what you have to say. Skate sharpening, how often and when do you know? Let's do it backwards. Dave? I do about once every two months. I, I like that sweet spot where I can slide, where I can, where I can dig in. Uh, I do a half. You know, I'm 200 pounds, so it kind of goes away pretty quick, but I would say probably when you once say a half, explain, explain to people this. So the way it's cut – so you basically your blade sits like if you're looking at the here, you're looking well, at the people can't <laughs> see us now. Well, when we post it, so you've got the blade, the blade that you're going to sit on, the, you know, the edge that you're going to cut. Uh, you're essentially on two blades, so it's just the radius. Yeah. Imagine the circle being underneath there. Uh, mine's a half inch circle. I like a little bit of bite, but I like a lot of slide too. I'd say once every two months. So there's some options. Yeah, so, so and what, what, is there anything that leads you to go, hey, it's time to get them sharpened, or you just do it by the calendar? Uh, the, back of my, the back of my skate where my heel kind of sits, I slide a little. I slide a little more than I should. Um, so it's about that point where I'm like, yeah, it's time. Or before, like a week before a tournament, I know it's uh, time to get some sharpening done then. What about you I know, so Dave, you'll, you'll, take, yeah. you'll take brand new skates, though, and, you, and you'll, you'll get them sharp, and then you'll go run them across a dash border or right there. At, Driveway. The you don't like them – Oh, yeah. Ouch! I, no, I, I can will. hear that sound right now in my head. No, I, yeah, I was joking, but yeah, I will. As soon as I get a sharpen, uh, I go right over to the bench and start kind of knife sharpening on the side of the plastic or on the wood, just to dull them down a little bit. Because um, I, I always get it for me just a little bit too sharp, uh, and that way it kind of dulls it down a little bit. Bob, what, do you, what, what about you? When do you? How often, and when do you know? Uh, I just, I feel the blade and if there's nicks in it or I just rub my hand across if it doesn't feel sharp. Um, also if I, um, losing confidence in it, if I just like don't have as good a game and I think, ah, you know, probably the skates, it's never the skates, but that's what I tell myself. Uh, it's gotta be the skates. There's no skates. It's gotta be the skates. Skating that poorly. Your skates, um, your gloves, yeah, probably every, new ones. every four weeks, probably every four weeks. 
I get uh, I think a five eighths. It's a little bit more aggressive of a cut. I like a sharper skate. Um, and it's fun to do my kid because, you know, he does it. I, I just started doing it. So he was on a half inch and that, that five eighths gets him a little bit sharp. So if he has to stop, it's going to be real, really chaos mm -hmm. for him at first, which is fun to watch from the stands. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, what about you, buddy? I know you, you, you were, you're just into the new skates now. What, uh, have you gone through a sharpening radius? Are you oh, yeah. Well, I went to a 5.8 when I first got the skates. <laughs> Bless you, brother. Thank you. And um, <laughs> what I found with the 5.8s is that I would, I would get the dig that I wanted. But on the crossover, going backwards, I felt like that they, they would grip a little two-bit for me. So I went back to a half inch. So I use a half inch right now. And I usually look at on games. So how much time have I put on the, on the, on the mm -hmm. blade? Typically, I'm going about every 10 games, I'm getting them sharpened. And now, yeah. the, the right. I'm playing yeah. once a week. Uh, obviously, if I'm playing twice a week, which I did for the longest time this year, um, I may up that schedule a little bit. We're meaning that I'll probably just go once every six weeks and have them done. Um, it just feels that whenever I lose that, when I'm skating, you know, you know, I can skate about 45 miles an hour. You guys know that. <laughs> anyway, I've, I've skated. I've, I've seen you go by. Yeah. It's just a, a black blur. A black blur in a puddle of water as the ice was melting. In a in puddle of water. That's right. <laughs> but um, if, if I don't feel that, that I'm, I'm getting grip when I'm trying to go as fast as I can, you know, just trying to punch the skates and really digging in. If I feel that I'm kind of sliding and slipping, that's when I get them done. Interesting, because I, I have a little more of a technical uh, aspect to it. I tried to go about four hours on on a set of blades. And, and unlike Dave, I know Dave, you, you probably are one end of the extreme the other. I like super sharp. I want maximum bite. I want to make sure that if I go in and make, if I try to do a sharp turn, that I, you know, I can turn as hard as I can on a dime. Uh, I started using the Hockey Tracker app with my Apple Watch right back when I came back from my injury. So this has been going back to August of last year. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, if you have an Apple Watch, Hockey Tracker is an app uh, that you download onto your phone and then onto your watch, and it will track all kinds of cool stuff. It'll track uh, your shifts, how long your shifts are. Uh, it'll track how fast you're skating. Uh, it'll track also uh, track your VO2 max, your heart rate during the whole game. So it gives you all this thing. And one of the things that, that it takes all that data and crunches together and it comes up with skating efficiency, which essentially it's telling you for the amount of energy you're putting out, how, how well are you skating across the ice? And, and one thing I noticed when I came back is, you know, my stats were getting better as I was getting healthy and getting back in shape and getting more confident, you know, after having broke my leg. And then uh, after a couple of games, all of a sudden these numbers started going down. My skating efficiency started to drop, started to drop. And I'm like, what's going on here? It should be going the other way around. And then it occurred to me, I had about, about 11 or 12 hours on, on the blades, hadn't had them sharpened yet, went to go have them sharpened, and sure enough, all those numbers went back up. So I kind of look at when I start to see those numbers uh, start to slip, I think, wow, you know, I, I feel great. I was healthy, you know, thought I had a pretty good game, thought I was playing pretty well, and then the numbers are bad. Yeah, I'll go back and think about, okay, where am I on this? Okay, yeah, I'm about, I'm about six, seven hours in. It's time to go get a, a – a sharpen on it but i'm a i'm a half inch guy too i've played around uh i haven't with the new bowers that i've got i say new they're new to me because i've only had them for six or eight months now but uh I'm, I'm the same way i'm a half inch guy uh i'd like to try five eights but i was kind of really hoping i'd get a little more comfortable with some some backward stuff i can't cross over going to my right to save my life but 
the inline skates, I, I nailed it last week. So hopefully there'll be some good that transfers out of that. Um, let's move on. We are going to run out of time here, guys. Let's, let's wrap things up with this. Let's have a little fun with this. And if you're listening at home, I uh, would love for you to answer this. You can hit us up on uh, either Facebook or on Instagram or at Midlife Hockey Crisis. Uh, I want to hear what you guys think about this. What is your first memory of hockey and, and what made you decide to take up the game? And we'll, uh, we'll do it this time. We'll go with uh, Randy since he's our new guest. Well, my sister told me we were going to go to a – I thought she said a racers game back in the day. So we're talking we're talking 19, a minute ago. Yeah, but nineteen seventy five. And so when I get to Market Square Arena, what I see is the ice and I feel the coolness of it. I thought this is this is cool. This is my first experience ever to hockey. So we sat down right on the goal line, four rows up, which is the worst place <laughs> for a first time hockey player. And we're getting beat four nothing to Birmingham. I remember this like it was yesterday. And we scored a goal in the last minute, and I was sitting right on the goal line. I watched the, the net just puff up when the goal, the puck hit it, the red right. light one. I just came out of my seat. Didn't know why I was doing that. I just came out of my seat. And it was an amazing thing. That was it. I mean, from that point on, I wanted to play the game. Dave, what about you, my man? I, uh, I was one of the kids that uh, rollerbladed in the 90s. Somebody bought me, a, I think my mom, dad. <laughs> Bought me a hockey stick, and I just – I did the math. I played roller hockey in Chicago, and I thought, you know what? I can ice skate. Maybe I'll take it to the, to the ice, and it is what it is. That's what I've been, uh, been doing for a couple of years now. And, Bob, how about you? I like your story. You've told it before on here, but I want to share it because we get new listeners every single episode. Um, well, I, I started watching hockey at Market Square Arena, uh, like Randy, uh, probably about 1975, 1976. And um, – you know, always loved it. And I was 18. I played for a minute and, and just without the internet, without any real training, it was very difficult. Uh, so I, I jumped out and then Jackie and I were watching hockey and, uh, you know, the next thing, you know, he's four and I got him on skates and, and I'm like, you know, I can still skate. Like I want to do this. He loved it. So, you know, jump right back in uh, the adult leagues to kind of, be able to understand what he was going to go through and then you know now he's 13 so it's just it's been a great ride I, I hope to play as long as I can and you know if I can falsify some identification I'll probably move to Florida play in the uh, over 70s league hopefully in my early 60s it's pretty cool I hear what they do is they just freeze up the shuffleboard courts in the fall <laughs> yeah they, they actually have like an over 70 league down there it's great that would be amazing. I, I, I'm hoping maybe Indy will get will, will develop a big enough of a hockey following here that we'll be able to have an over 40 or an over 50 league. That would be kind of cool. It just wouldn't be bad. A bunch of us guys moving all about the same speed. Dave, I know you got a little while to get there. So <laughs> I'll get there. We'll, I'll get there. We'll, leave, we'll save a spot on the bench for you. Save one. Well, Randy, Bob, I want to thank you so much for being on. Uh, as always, open invitation. Love you. Have you come back. Uh, I guess – Probably the biggest thing is we need to make sure we get playing some hockey here very soon Amen. and uh, can, can, can make something happen here. So, uh, again, thanks so much for being on. I want to thank our sponsors. I want to thank the Hockey Arsenal. I want to thank the Hockey Arsenal uh, for supporting us all this time. WinningSynthetics.com. Make sure you stop in there and get Amsoiled up, guys. Your car, your Zamboni, your motorcycles all going to run better on Amsoil. And make sure you visit WinningSynthetics.com. And also, we're going to be doing a uh, – I'm going to do a special video on our, our YouTube channel 
about the cam box. That is where I'm getting this cool uh, game footage uh, with the in-helmet camera. Uh, we've got a great deal for that, but I'm going to save that for another broadcast. So, guys, thank you so much for being here. Everybody stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Whatever you're supposed to wash, make sure you're washing it. Kelly, take it away.